All righty, folks. This is the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about things. Oh, you love saying that, man. Do I say that every time? <laughs> stuff and things and things and stuff and stuff and things. Stuff and things and stuff and things. Um, <laughs> it's like our it's our version of boots and cats and cats and boots. Boots and cats and boots and cats. You have to say it in a British accent for that to work. It's boots really? and cats and boots 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 and cats. <laughs> uh, okay, just real quickly, there was there is a store in Nashville and I really hope it's still there. But they had a big neon sign. On the top of the sign said hats, and on the bottom of the sign said boots, and it would just go between uh, hats being illuminated and boots being illuminated. It says hats and boots and hats and boots. And boots it just. And hats and boots and hats and boots and, boots and hats. Boots and hats and boots and hats. Tell you what, I want to hear, I want to see people on our Facebook group posting videos of themselves going boots and hats. Boots and hats. Boots and hats and boots and hats. And, and in different accents. And boots and cats. Like, if someone can do that in a Jamaican accent, uh, you will get a wow emo- uh, a wow reaction from me. <laughs> Guaranteed. I will ignore it. I'm kidding. Well, then, way to be a dummy downer. I know. I'm not a team player. You should know that by now. Unless you're on a team of cats. Oh, I love cats. Yeah. <laughs> So, what are you drinking? I do you want to? Uh, you know what, Andrew? It's ten twenty p.m. If I were drinking alcohol this late, I would have the weirdest dreams. So I'm just rocking oh, a lime Lacroix. So I'm probably going to be belching into the microphone. No sure. one's going to know because I'm the one who edits the episodes. Wow, I see how it is. Throw me under the bus. Just outing you is not the person who edits the episodes. Well, I did edit the first couple of episodes and then I got fired. So, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It wasn't really like that, but it wasn't like that. I I like to pretend like I got fired. I actually just really like self deprecating humor if you haven't picked up on that already. It's it's the best. What about you, Andrew? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm excited because uh, we spoke splurged over the christmas time and we got one of my favorite bottles of wine to Mm. be had within a reasonable um a fairly reasonable budget this is um well and just to preface this i grew up in central coast california uh which i will i will personally claim is the best region for wine in the world uh other people disagree with me, but that's that's where I grew up, and I'm going to stand by that. So this, this is from Paso Robles, which is around where I grew up as a child. Uh, the The vineyard is called Rabble, uh, R-A-B-B-L-E, and this is their Cabernet Sauvignon, um, or Cab Sav, as I like to say, because I'm just not good at... Uh, pronouncing things good at <laughs> drinking them but i'm not good at pronouncing them yeah. yeah this has got the uh the sickest art i've ever seen in a bottle which is we all know is one of the best reasons to buy a bottle of wine but more personally more important is uh it's just a really quality bottle of cab sav and uh i'm unfortunately uh, i have discerning taste 
and two buck chuck doesn't do it for me but something like this i really appreciate really enjoy so i'm gonna i'll be savoring this throughout the episode this is the little last half glass uh, my mom is out here to visit and so between my mom my wife and i we've been this is night number two on the bottle nice really taking our time with it yeah but yeah the artwork is super sick all the artwork from that vineyard is just incredible You'll have to post it in the visual thread on our Facebook group, Andrew. You know what? See, this is, I realize that it's, it's strange for us to ask each other what we're drinking. If we, cause a lot of podcasts, they sit in the same room, but we don't sit in the same room. Well, that's uh, why we have to ask each other. Right. So here, I'm taking a quick video just to pan around. I'm going to send it to you right now. Why? Because you you have to see this artwork. It's really okay. Cool. Yeah, I would like. Actually, I'm really curious. And send, and we'll see how long that takes to send. Well, while I'm waiting for that to send, I I love Twitter. Sometimes um, I just got to see a picture of Phil Collins giving the middle finger with a tambourine down his pants. I'm gonna send this Was- to you he hijacking it from a music store like that guy in Nashville who's been stuffing guitars down his pants I mean I can't fit guitar down my pants he must have a lot of space in his pants you know a uh, <laughs> no but have you seen the videos of that I forget yeah, I don't I know. It's, it's really crazy oh shoot you know the that funny is beautiful thing is, oh no why it's is there audio in this video oh cool because I didn't take the audio out before I sent it I'm the worst that was like podcast inception (laughs) podcast inception my goodness could you hear that (laughs) yeah i could hear that i just heard myself oh that's so weird it's like that i mean that's got to be the longest delay anyone's ever made in the pedal industry so i'm gonna gladly take that title that's like a 30 second delay yeah take that strymon Mm. you're dumb volante Um, oh man no but uh so the the guy was uh he was wearing baggy pants and he would stuff the guitar neck down into his pants and then kind of just like stiff leg walk out of the shop like nobody was watching and everybody's like all freaking out about this but the, i saw that i'm like oh i've seen that before because yeah. when i worked at guitar center i probably saw that people do that three or four times like i what like i caught someone in the act of doing that once and like Jeez. I can't approach them because you're not supposed to, but oh yeah, it's dangerous. You called the cops and yeah, um, got the license plate number of the getaway car. But yeah, I mean they just someone walks with baggy pants and they look around like see if anyone's looking. They grab a guitar off the shelf, they turn it upside down, and just like a pile driver, just right into their pants. And every time I see that, I kind of hope the uh, they put it in with the heads, uh, the tuners facing inward. So is the hope of like maybe a poorly strung guitar with a little bit of extra bit on there just like rakes their leg. No, they're just looking for the vintage style tuning machines. Mm. Oh yeah. That would make sense. I'm, Oh gosh. Now we're talking about how to steal guitars. What is the 60 cycle hum? (laughs) So if you're going to, okay. Well, I could tell you, you know what? Scratch it. I'm going to tell you, my favorite guitar theft story that I witnessed in retail. And all of this is going to be unofficial and I'm not going to tell you the name of the store where it happened in case there's any legal reasons for that. Uh, even though you, you, everybody already knows because yeah, reasons. Uh, but it, it, there's there hypothetically speaking, let's say that there's this guitar, comp, uh, guitar 
big box store that I used to work for. And then I no longer worked there for about six months. And I went back to go see a buddy of mine to get a, a friends and family discount, uh, an old coworker of mine. And he's like, Hey, Andrew, how are you? I'm like, oh, I'm doing great. How are you? He's like, well, it's been, it's been a really strange day around here. I'm like, what do you mean? The store looks normal. It's like, well, and he just like looks around, like see if anybody's looking like the same, like, you know, when you look at the footage of someone stealing a guitar, they look both ways to see if anyone's looking. He does this. I'm like, oh boy, am I about to be implicated in a crime or like what's going on? I'm really, John, you're freaking me out here, man. And, uh, and for the record, his name isn't John, uh, just the first name that came to mind. And, um, he's like, okay, follow me. And so I go follow him. He's like, we're just standing in front of this wall and there's like some, uh, it's like right at the end of, of the wall. There's, uh, these, uh, Fender guitars. And then there's, uh, uh, and just looking, there's like a couple stacks of boxes. I'm like, I don't see anything weird. What am I supposed to be looking for? He's like, good. It doesn't look weird. Right. I'm like, uh. no. And then there's this, this stack of kids guitars, which should be in a different section, but I mean, puts things in weird places anyways, but there's a stack of kids guitars. I think it was from the movie Coco. And, uh, he starts pulling down a couple of the stacks and there's this big <gasps> hole in the wall that it was covering up. What? And it was like, what the heck? Like a man sized hole Shawshank in the Redemption wall. The wall at the store. Yes. Oh to rob the store. And so he, he pulls up the security because he pulls up the security footage to show because he had access to it. And what it happened was, is there's two walls to the outside of the building that the shop was located in. There's a, on the, and the outside wall had this like random access door for the plumbing, but there's along the whole wall, there's just empty space. So if you could crawl past the plumbing pipes, it was just like supposed to be an access door. You were just like in this random like walkway space that was like partially filled in with insulation. And someone had like crawled in past the pipes, walked down and just randomly cut a hole in the wall into the inside <laughs> of the shop in the middle of the night. Dang. It was and so I'm just looking at this and like, oh my goodness, like, I feel like I should be meeting Morgan Freeman in Mexico or like, I don't know what's going on. And yeah, it was, and then he just like quickly put it back. He was like all hush hush. And I checked the papers the next couple of days and they didn't make a big deal about it in the papers. I'm sure there's a lot of police report going on in that. Um, but yeah, they, they'd funneled out a bunch of guitars. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the hall was like $20,000 worth of gear or something ridiculous like that. Wow. Um, wow. Like, which isn't the craziest hall I've heard of being I know, stolen but from that place. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was just nuts. It's like, I didn't think that things like that really happened. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the, the one that I was, uh, uh, that I got to see like evidence of, uh, uh, another shop that I worked at before in a completely different state. Um, uh, that my manager just would tell me about the story of the one day he went in and there was someone who was like hanging from a rope in the middle, like not by the <laughs> neck, uh, but like in the middle of the store, like they're like, they got stuck in the middle of a robbery and they're just suspended for like two oh, hours man. until the store opened. Managers got there. It's like busted on the scene. <laughs> Talk about being caught red handed. Right. I remember the story being told to me is like, Hey, uh, what are you doing here? And at that point, the, the the perpetrator is just like well i was trying to rob your store it's just there's no hiding it at that point like what are you doing dangling from a hole in our roof uh, but yeah that stuff actually happens and it's the craziest yeah thing. i feel like recently in the news there was some like bank and uh, outside of the bank um they th they thought a sinkhole had opened up 
but it wasn't like a naturally occurring uh-huh. sinkhole. It was people tunneling to the <laughs> bank. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fun to like watch like Ocean's Eleven and be like, whoa, that was cool. But like when we're talking about this is a company's livelihood and like people's salaries are at stake here and um, like people feed their children with the profits that we've made off that. Like that's that just really bums me out. So it's like Small super funny. But that like bums not... me out. Um, I mean, I don't think you should ever steal anything, but I'm pretty sure those big box stores are handsomely insured. Well, you would you would think that, but that doesn't mean that, let's say, the manager, who's not at fault in any way, shape, or form of a shop like that, I mean, that's totally affecting Fair. their bonuses. I think, I think that, yeah, just, y'all, don't steal stuff that doesn't belong to you. Just don't do it. Which leads us into our topic, but before we get to our topic, uh, uh, let's give a shout out to our sponsors who are super rad. And tasty. Um, tasty Cables. Phil is the man. Um, he's hooking me up some cables here soon i'm gonna try and get those ikea boards uh wired together i just haven't had enough time to get to it this month um uh, with a mount hood project and that's been super fun but i just haven't had enough time to get to that project so i'm swinging around back to that and i'm hoping to have some pictures up soon of some neatly wired boards to show off what i came up with uh and then our other sponsor is drum roll please no don't don't drum on the desk <laughs> Yeah, but it's for a drum uh, roll. Come on. Could you hear that? Jennings Guitars. Woo! Yeah, so Chad is also the man. Um, definitely check out his stuff. He is an incredible builder, makes nothing but the best guitars. And the thing that blows me away with what he does is he hand shapes his necks. And the, all of his guitars are just at a ridiculously good price. He does a worship leader discount. Hit him up about that if you lead worship at a church in any capacity. Just hit him up, work out a deal with him. Uh, he's just looking to get guitars in the hands of people who are going to use them. Yeah, and they're very so. beautiful. Um, and he has some offsets. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've had my eye on a Voyager Deluxe, and I'm, I'm gassing for one real, real bad. bad. But with that in mind, uh, stealing things is bad. So bad. But sometimes. Sometimes stealing isn't necessarily as cut and dry as hanging from the roof, a hole in the roof, or cutting a hole in the wall. Sometimes it's a little bit more like cutting a hole in a volume pedal. In a more sinister. <laughs> I don't know about sinister. No, it's, that's, that's, I just felt like making a voice. You're all um, about the voices yeah, today, really Andrew. Need... You know, I like doing the voices, but... I don't know. Maybe I should just stick to the ones that are inside my head. And I don't know. That sounded funny in my head. <laughs> Let's get back to talking about whatever you're talking yes. about. I don't know what you're talking about. So stealing things. Um, so still kind of decompressing from Nam. We've had enough time to to take a step back and not have as many reactions, so to speak. And uh, let's talk about some of the copyright infringement. Um, of sorts that there's two different instances we want to talk about and to preface this neither of us are lawyers but we're just um, talking about things that we find curious i think yeah i just I, I i'm really intrigued on so many levels between these two different things and i i want to hear your thoughts on it i've got my own thoughts i want to share about it uh, but yeah it was a really really strange year for that uh, i guarantee yeah my takeaway is it's not the year of the phaser. It's the year of the copyright infringement. 
and C and D letters. So yeah, that's my. Take let's on talk him. about the. Let's start so, with the one that. Um, the first and, one that came. Well, late. I don't know. It's just the one people have been talking about a lot more. It's been generating waves. Sonic waves. No, wrong company. Well, we tried. Um, so volume pedals, and if you're already already know exactly what I'm talking about, bear with me. I'm going to talk. I am going to explain this very briefly. The most popular volume pedal of all time, as far as I'm aware, is the Ernie Ball VP Junior. And there's a few different variations on it. They're all in the same housing. Ernie Ball's kind of had their stick for a while. It's what they do. And as much as everybody hates the string, more people just have them. I have one. I haven't had the string break on me. It'll probably break on me tomorrow. Probably. Um, I'd say that every day. It's like in Princess Bride. It's uh, um, good night, Wesley. Good work today. I'll most likely kill you in the morning. It's kind of how I feel about my string. So it, like it says that to me every time I, I turn it on. Um, but so Ernie Ball has been doing that for a while. And companies have for the last decade and a half have been modifying Ernie Ball pedals. Uh, I think JHS did uh, mods for a while. Uh, Dan over at This One's Mine did them for a while. I know Loophole Pedals does them. Last I checked, uh, Nose Pedal, which is a partner with Fox Cairo, they do them. If you do a uh, do a mod through them, you get a Fox Cairo topper. Yay. Sorry about the random shameless plug. Uh, but So a lot of companies do it. Uh, and there's variations on what you can do. And, uh, but that's, that's the thing that happens. Not everybody's satisfied with it. And then there's, uh, someone who's taken it a few steps farther in terms of modifications. Uh, and his name is Roman. He's, his brand name is Schnobletone. And he seems like a really great guy. I've never had the pleasure of meeting him in person, but he seems like a genuinely really nice, quiet down to earth kind of guy. And, uh, he's been doing this really cool thing for a couple of years now. Um, I think it's been a couple of years uh, where he cuts up a, a tuner pedal and he mounts it to the, the, pl the foot plate of the volume pedal. So it saves you real estate on your board and it's just all routed in there like that. And he's been marketing it as a, this is an Ernie ball volume pedal with a TC electronic uh, polytune mini tuner that's been torn apart and mounted up to the ceiling or not ceiling, the, the top of mm -hmm. the enclosure of the footplate, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Super cool. Uh, I know Matthew Hoops has one. I know a bunch of other people have them. Uh, it, really practical for a number of reasons. Uh, I think it's pretty cool, personally. Oh, it's really and cool. So, and yeah, Schnobel's done this to Dunlop volumes as well. And uh, But right before NAM started, so just to clarify, so that's just setting the scene. And this is where it gets juicy. Right before Nam started, he announced his own line of volume pedals um, with the deluxe version having the volume or the tuner mounted into it. Now that sounds great in the surface, but he used the same enclosures as Ernie Ball is what it looked like, just in different colors. And everybody scratched their head and said, huh, yeah, huh. That's, that's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it, it it didn't play out for him well, as far as I could tell. And um, given a couple weeks, and for all I know, the, the way it went down is he was offered a sum of money to, to cut it. Or I, I don't know if he received a CND letter. That's what I, I would assume he got a CND letter. 
but within 24 hours it got pulled. Um, so he and he was offering them in what was it? It was red, gold, and white. I have no idea. Were the three colors he was offering them in? He uh, created his own toppers. Um, had I known about this in advance, I would have uh, probably offered to collaborate with him. Um, so Roman, if you're listening to this uh, in the future, please consider Fox Cairo. Uh, my pedal toppers glow in the dark and yours don't. That's pretty much my sales pitch. <laughs> uh, no, but in all seriousness, he did, he, it was his own pedal toppers. I think he did his own. Um, he had modified the circuit with his own uh, buffer. Uh, I don't know if it's one he designed or if he just used a general, this is what a buffer is kind of design for the circuit. Uh, he did his lifetime string, which is the supposedly darn near indestructible string that's supposed to last like three times as long as an Ernie Ball Kevlar string. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it. But the problem is, is it looked like an Ernie Ball VP Jr. It sounded like an Ernie Ball VP Jr. Quack, I mean, walk, talk, quacks looked like a duck. I mean, yeah. if it looked, and so I looked at that and said, huh, that's really strange. Like, is, is he stealing? the enclosure design is that a thing is is that stealing and this is where i feel like we get into the gray area of like and we've talked about that before right right and yeah this time around it, it looks it didn't look like he had something similar made it looks like he must have sourced from the same distributor or same manufacturer probably whatever i'm sure wherever in taiwan ernie ball gets their enclosures made um, i don't know i don't i mean I'm that just, happens I'm yeah. Um, but I can't imagine that was a coincidence. And so anyways, within 24 hours, those disappeared off the website altogether. And then the the modification listings came back up, but there's none of the original Schnobel branded volume pedals. Do they not do they not still say Schnobel um like on the front of the pedal? Like the, I think the... it might say like modded by Schnobel and it's like identified, yeah. but uh it's still an Ernie ball with a TC electronic uh Poly two mini. He also uh, cut the price by fifty bucks, if I remember correctly. He did, yeah. Which I think was just a smart business move. He was, he was. I, I personally think he was charging a bit, uh, a bit up there. But I also completely yeah. understand. He's a small business. It seems like a very labor intensive modification. Exactly, and so I, by no means do I fault him on that. Uh, yeah. So anyways, the site disappeared off the website and right around the same time, Ernie Ball announced that they were doing their own uh, volume pedal with a uh, with their own tuner inside of it. So it looks like Ernie Ball uh, did the R&D and created their own tuner. So it was just and then so they announced it and the pictures they showed their announcements were all in silver. And then when they got to Nam, they had pi the pictures I saw had uh, their the Ernie Ball ones had the same colored enclosures huh? as the, the three colors as the red, the yellow and the white that Schnobel had released. Curious. So I'm thoroughly confused as to what the order of events is and how they both ended up with the same colors and whether or not there was a C and D that went down. Um, and I, yeah. I'm not going to go be as bold to say that Schnobel stole anything or that Ernie Ball stole the idea of doing the pedal tuner from Schnobel. Although I think that one's probably yeah, that seems likely a lot more plausible. And so on that note, like yeah. Roman, I'm sorry that they did you dirty like that. And I really hope that you were able to work out a settlement of some kind, some sort of a deal where you were recognized financially for your contributions because genius and innovative and mad props. Oh, I mean, but, I would be shocked. 
So, I mean, it, it's been, it's been a, it's been a chunk of time for us to, to go over it. And I don't know if I even have any thoughts. I'm still just in mm-hmm. shock and curiosity and just so confused, but I, I want to like, what are your thoughts on all of that? You know, it's, I, I know it's really a struggle for, for small businesses to, to do things like get patents, patent, that is a very expensive process. And I don't know how patentable it is to um, just combine two different people's products. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel for him. He was, he's, was he the only person on the market doing that mod with the volume pedal and the tuner? As far as I'm aware. Yeah. I think the, all the know, other I mods just, were... Were just the mods. string and buffer and stuff, yeah. Yeah. You know, I... It's like I know that um, people always wonder, is it best to be first to market or best uh, in market? And I'm always going to say, like, it's it stinks if you're the little guy and you come up with an idea first and then it gets swooped on. I mean, that happens all the time. It doesn't make it, like, fun or great. Um, but I, I don't know what, like, reason Ernie Ball would possibly have to... Uh, compensate Roman financially for for just coming up with the idea first. I'm sure if you talk to them, they'd be like, well, we improved it because you can now visually see like your volume level, which is I cool. Um, I think it's dumb personally. I don't know. I, I disagree. I mean, um, if you're playing like steel guitar, typically like if you're doing swells, you kind you probably start just like off and then you add, right? Right, right. It's a zero to a hundred. Right, but if you're playing, if you're playing pedal steel, you're probably starting more like at thirty or forty, and then going up to a hundred. I just you can't see it though. When that's you're, true. You take your foot off of it. I don't know. That's the thing. That's the problem. I can't sit here and say that I can think of a better way for that to work, but um, uh, um, a, a meter to the left of it. Oh, like what if there were lights all around the edges? What if the topper glowed in the dark? Oh, wait. Oh, what if the topper glowed in the dark? What if the topper had whatever I wanted it to have on there? <sighs> it's it's almost like... It's almost like... It's almost like we know somebody who does that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, I'm done, so... I'm, I'm done shamelessly self-promoting. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Um, Yeah, so... That's just kind of like, for me personally, like I, I feel for him, um, but I'm just not sure what kind of recourse he, he could possibly have. And again, like I'm not a lawyer, um, and if I were him, I'd also probably be exhausting, you know, whatever like free resources I have to, to figure out like what, if anything could be done. But I think we've all been in the situations where yeah, it feels like maybe uh, like there should be some recourse, but you know, sometimes there just isn't. And that's just like our trademark and copyright and patent laws. Right. I mean, it's a hustle. And I think that's, I think this is where we start getting into the, which companies are trying to make a dollar and which companies are trying to be a part of the community. Yeah. 
And not that I think Ernie Ball has ever in the past, and this is a change of pace for them. So it's not at all surprising, but I don't know. It just, this is where the idealist in me comes out to play. I, I, I wish it wasn't that way. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Oh, totally. Um, but I just want know. everybody to be friends. It's yeah. Not- I mean, and this is like, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm like, Oh, I'm glad that Ernie Ball is finally like changing this product in some sort of way. They still got a string, though. Yeah. Well, that's sort of their... That's how it works. That's how it works. I say right before sipping my wine loudly on purpose. (laughs) I couldn't even hear it. Side note, this wine the next day, much jammier. Aren't you a fancy pants? Oh, you don't want to get me started. I do not. Uh, I will bore you to death with my pseudosomnus. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh i am not a psalm nor do i pretend to be no. except that's a lie because sometimes i pretend to be so does rick but with coffee um yeah so there was and i don't think there's as much to talk about um for the other thing that i kind of noticed about um product releases in the past month <clears throat> was that uh it seems that two products came out with almost identical names, um, and nobody's really talked about it. Because- it's like this weird, awkward elephant in the room of like, oh, oh, did, did should we tell them? Do they already know? I'm well. I'm sure one of them knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a few days before um, Nam, uh, one of my favorite pedal companies. Dwarfcraft Devices Where released um, their new, I think maybe their first reverb, and it's three kinds of reverb. So it's called a tree verb, tree, uh, like T R E E V E R B. So tree verb, cool, great, really fun looking pedal. Um, gonna watch some demos on it certainly, and then um, <coughs> Strymon did it first, <laughs> Flint. <coughs> um and then fender released a pedal that's a tremolo and a reverb that's called the tree verb and uh to add just another layer of weirdness it's basically a flint by Strymon. <laughs> right, right. I mean, so it's like this def- whole. So then, on one hand, there's this pedal that Fender's released that has the same name, just obviously coincidentally, as uh, a small independent pedal maker, and is basically a Strymon pedal. And you know, I was, I really thought, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, and hopefully someone can also tell us if I'm right. I thought that Strymon was building the Fender pedals. What? I thought someone told me that. Uh... I thought that was because it is it's it's a flint. It's like it's the almost exact same functionality. It looks the same uh, as far as the layout goes. It's tremolo with three little toggles, and it's reverb with three little toggles, and you can go between voicings that i think are the same but like i can't find confirmation of this anywhere 
I just thought it was something that was understood. But yeah, I I I've never heard that. You I just googled it. That? I'm not seeing anything about that. Did um, I did I dream this? Maybe you might have dreamed that. I I don't know if you where you would have heard that. I mean, they're both in California. Um, maybe that was maybe it was just some weird rumors. It might be a weird rumor. I mean, it's possible. I mean, ghost building does happen in this industry more than a lot of people realize, which there's nothing wrong with um, by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, that's just outsourcing your build as long as you're, you're, whoever's building is doing a quality job. I mean, I have no problem with that. Um, yeah. But that is, uh, it would be super strange if like they just blatantly like, hey, since you're building your pedals, you want to, you want to just build us a rebadged flint? That that doesn't make sense to me. Uh um, no, I guess not really. Um yeah, but I had I had actually just um I can't even find anybody talking about it. I mean I, I can't even really see like just Googling it, I can't find anybody talking about um the flint versus the, the tree verb. Hey, look at us. We're trendsetting. Maybe. Now everybody talk about it. Maybe um, if they've made it to the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're still listening to this, you are the real MVP. Uh, so my take on that whole nonsense is uh, it, it's possible, like with the last uh, discussion with the Schnobelgate or Ernie Ballgate, maybe Bernie Gate. Why do we call it Bernie Gate? I like that. Why are we calling it Bernie Gate? That doesn't make sense. Ernie Gate? Ernie Can Gate? Can we just not call things gates? What about fences? <laughs> it's an Ernie fence. It's an Ernie fence. Um, yeah, with that, I think there's a, there's pretty plausible that Schnobel knew exactly what he was doing and essentially... Not essentially, but like when using the same kind of enclosure, there's definitely a sense of this has been done before uh, with the with the tree verb and the tray verb or I, are they both pronounced tree verb. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure the Dwarfcraft is pronounced tree verb. Right. It's, if it, the Fender might be pronounced Treverb. 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 Trevor. You know what? Treverb sounds like a really odd hipster it sounds like a bad like baby hipster name. baby name you're right like yeah it like sounds like a Trevor, bad hipster, but that's but what different. we're gonna go with yeah so the fender treverb uh <laughs> versus the uh dwarf craft treverb which sounds much more regal uh it's not it's not a new concoction of effects but that's not necessarily like a sign of well they're just doing they're reinventing the wheel because let's be honest everybody's made a delay pedal uh, and done their own take on it. And there's nothing wrong with making another style of the same effect and taking your own, giving it your own twist, your own flavor. We all know Dwarfcraft never does anything that's been done before just for the sake of doing it. That's not really their mantra. I mean, they do some really wacky stuff. And sure, Fender's put out just kind of a, a fairly generic line of pedals. I don't know. I think I think the but. Treverb is stereo. It's also like two hundred and eighty dollars. I mean, 
Well, I mean, considering that you're getting two effects in one, though, that's not as bad. I mean, at that price, though, you could be looking at like a RV five or uh, MV five hundred. Ah, uh, I don't know. Those are those are that's... those are like five hundred dollars, aren't they? No, the 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 boss um, equivalent to the Mobius. Yeah. No, I think I thought they sold for like three hundred nil. I, you know uh, what? I haven't, I haven't looked at. I'm not really in MD the market, so I just haven't really been looking at it. Uh, they go for three fifty new and used right around two thirty five, and so I mean, although I guess that's just a mod that's really meant for modulation. I don't know if that'll do both effects at once. Yeah, I don't know. I digress. My point is that I don't think that's the most unfair price point. I don't think it's great. It doesn't strike me as a super great deal. And, and, it's not the worst yeah. price point. And I hate, I, mean, the I, I hate that I feel this so way. Fair. I'm sorry. I hate that I feel this way, but I just think the fender pedal is not attractive compared to a Flint, especially. Yeah. Strymon Flint is selling for right around the same price and that's tried and true. Um, I don't know. It, it It's not the, the strangest price point. I don't, I, I haven't played it. The, I have yet to be impressed by anything from their new lineup, and I've played I think three or four of them yeah. from the not from this current NAM, but what they released last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think anyone either of those two companies. I think this is a very clear case of great minds think alike, and they both released it, looked at each other, and went, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh no." It's like if we have like. I feel like I had this happen like with class projects. Oh yeah. Like pick off this topics list and write a paper about it. And then like you go turn your papers and you turn out, turns out you wrote like the same paper, did the same PowerPoint presentation as like someone else, like almost identical, mm. but you didn't cheat. Yeah. It's just, you know, there's only so many things and so many names. I mean, a tr- tree verb for a three reverb. That makes sense to me. Tree verb for a tremolo reverb. Also makes sense. Yeah, I mean, arguably, arguably not the most inspired names. But, I mean, there's, I don't know. I don't have a beef with that. That's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, I, I, I think, I think that falls pretty squarely into the realm of no one's stealing from anyone. Um, I think the, where the, of the two things that we've talked about today, I think uh, Ernie Fence is, a, a a much more gray discussion where nobody really has answers and all of that happened mm-hmm. without the 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 view of the gaze of the public. Yeah. So I I'm in, still incredibly intrigued and uh, I kind of hope more comes out of this. I don't know. Maybe someone will or the next convention will buy Schnobel a few drinks or something and get him to fess up to what really happened. Who knows? <laughs> I don't even know if he drinks. So yeah. I don't know. It's a very, I don't know. I feel like this has been a great conversation, but I feel like this has been a really inconclusive discussion. Yeah, that's that's conversation sometimes. It's part of not having the answers. Me answer. I, I actually never have answers. That's a true story. No, I just keep asking questions. Makes me really fun at parties. So, um, yeah. Tell me more about this painting on the wall. We got it at Ikea. So why do you shop at Ikea? Do you really like how their impact on the environment? Just like, 
I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, I don't either. I think that you're sleepy. I'm sleepy. I'm exhausted. Yes. Um, yeah, so I think that's probably a good place to, to wrap up this conversation for now. We'll probably do some more reading. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and retract my thought that Strymon is ghost-making the fender pedals because I, I have no proof. I have no proof. I don't want to start a rumor. So I'm going to retract that. Put it in the fire. Burn it alive. <laughs> Kill it with it, fire. It was alive in the <laughs> Kill it with fire. Kill it with fire. Um, well, thanks for, thanks for chatting, Andrew. Good chatting. Yeah, it's been a fun chat. Yes. I've really enjoyed this. Yes. I just realized I've been chatting so much. I literally touched my wine twice to make slurping noises on purpose oh i did that earlier i um took a glass of wine downstairs to play guitar well while i played guitar i came upstairs two hours later i was like oh man that glass of wine is still sitting on top of the amp i didn't touch it at all you put it on your amp yes that freaks me out so much. It wasn't in a. It know. wasn't in a wine. It wasn't in like a. St- it wasn't in stemware. It was in like a heavy bottomed tumbler that normally has whiskey drinks. That's still, well, one that's just wrong. But that's the wine snob in me, and two, okay. it so freaks me out. Okay, does it make I you feel know. better that the wine came out of a box? Box wine can be really good. Yeah, I will stand by that. Yeah, but that's the wine I've I put into really- it. Yeah, you know what. Oh, gosh. Ignore my snobbery. It just it, it, let's accept it. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, yeah. So I will try to do the same. Yeah. Great. Uh. <laughs> uh. Let's just. Oh my gosh. Close. Good luck editing this one. Yeah. Close it All out, right, folks. This this conversation is slowly snowballing into a a desperate need for sleep. So with that, thanks for listening. It's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed this. Yes. And this is the get offset podcast. My name is Andrew. I'm Emily. Bye. Bye. Bye.